Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. That? You just shook your head yes. Well, you know, sometimes... I mean, we can't be we can't be interesting all the time. We try, but you know, according to the texters, sometimes it's a snooze fest. Joanna, you are so <laughs> you know, Joanna. I think he did that. I think he did that on purpose, by the way, which I'm all here for. <laughs> but I wasn't meaning on purpose. I said Scott Klug. See, it's called K L U G. I mean, it's Krug. That's what I thought it was. It's Klug. Klug is a no. And I apologize. I, and I, also, I was thinking I would want to be corrected. So the second time, because I wanted to get his name right. So the second time he said my name wrong, I figured, well, he'd want to be corrected too because he corrected me. So I was just giving him the, the opportunity. The o- you know, the only, re- the only reason I knew it was Klug is because there used, when I worked in Wisconsin, there was a, <clears throat> a lawmaker at a state level named Shirley Krug, spelled the same K except oh. the R for the L. And I remember mm. the, her name, Shirley Krug, because Wisconsin Public Radio did an interview with a lawmaker who was not happy with Shirley Krug. And, oh. you know, you know, the old last rep- reporter's last question, anything else you want to add? And that lawmaker, I forget his name, he said, yeah, here's what I want to add. Shirley Krug, F you, except he oh. actually said F. <laughs> and it was on tape. Oh. So that made the rounds that everybody had that oh clip. God. So I'll never forget that. Wow. Okay, but after we do quick takes, we are going to have a discussion as to whether or not you correct somebody if they say your name incorrectly. Yes. But first, Charlie, you're up. Before we do that, let's get that uh, keyword. Don't forget, we're giving away Kenny Chesney tickets all week, May 4th next year at U.S. Bank Stadium. Kenny Chesney, Zach Brown Band, and a host of other people. But you need to know the keyword, which today is what, Charlie Weiss? It's going to be honky-tonk. Oh, yeah. Oh, The old honky-tonk. Now, that's two words, I guess, hyphenated. It's hyphenated. But very country. By the way, I'll just say this. Ken Burns did a documentary on country music, I think it was like five years ago. So good, obviously. Really? Oh, Oh, my gosh. And I I actually have to subscribe to PBS documentaries to get it. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... For some reason, out of the blue yesterday, I started thinking about that, and I did it. Again, I watched two episodes last night, and each of the episodes are like full-length movies. But it is so good. Well, you are going to be excited. Yeah. He also did one on jazz. Yes. So you got you got the jazz one after the country one, if, yep. if you so See, that's want. that's the stuff I need to be watching, because the news is just so heavy and negative. Yeah. I, I need to watch a documentary on country music. All, All right. right. Sorry, Charlie. You're no, up. Yeah. No problem. Honky Tonk. So when you hear, just before, Honky. when you hear Kenny Chesney... Call in and give us a little honky-tonk, and you'll be going to uh, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, we'll start out with uh, Jordana here on on Quick Takes. Minneapolis is considering upping its vacant building fees from about $7,000 to $24,000. This comes after, of course, a number of, we'll say, incidents at a number of vacant buildings around the city. Obviously, the Kmart, which is no more if you've driven by uh, on on Nicollet. That is now 
completely rubble. We didn't hear enough about the Kmart building. I, I just enough. wish we no. would have got you know, we daily going? updates about the Kmart building. You know there's going to be, when they redo that whole area, there's going to be a little hip bar in there, and it's going to be called the Mutt. Yes, the Blue Light Special. That's mutt. what it's going to be called. Yeah, you just know that's going to happen. Uh, that plus there was a, a building on Lindale. There's there's been quite a few of these old abandoned buildings burned down. It's gonna uh, theoretically, if it passes, it's gonna go from seven thousand to twenty four thousand uh, dollars that you have to pay for your if your building is vacant over a full year. Jordana, do you think this is a good policy? Does no, more need to be done about these vacant buildings around that seem to be such an issue? You know, I think there should. I mean, they already have a fee. It already cost them seven thousand. So now they're upping. They're used to. They know that the Big fee job. is. Big in joke. place. So, yeah, that is a big chunk. But here's the deal. Um, vacant buildings are not good for a community. They're not good for uh, sustainability. They're not good for the area. So what needs to be done is there need they need to they do need to be incentivized to get tenants in there. And instead of paying the twenty four thousand dollars, how about you lower your rent to whatever shop wants to go in there and create the space or whatever restaurant would like to create the space. And that way you don't lose money. You don't have to pay the 24000 Maybe you'd make less than you would in rent, but you're helping to revitalize the area and you're giving somebody a break on rent and doing something positive for the community. I mean, if you have enough money that you can own a building, not make any rent from it, leave it vacant, and then pay $24,000 at the end of the year – you have enough money to discount the rent and try to revitalize the area. So, yes, if you are going to own a property in, your, in a community, if you're going to buy one, I do think you have a little responsibility to do something with it that benefits the community. No way. It's my building. I can do whatever I want with it. Why would you buy it then? Just to have it. it it's a money suck for you. And then why, why are you letting it stand there vacant? Because that's What's my right as a business owner. Okay, well. You're a bad business owner if you're paying $24,000 a year to well, be able to own a vacant you building. Well, you're not coming in my building, then. Okay. <laughs> well, somebody's... I, I mean, it, if it's, it's vacant, right, Adam, I think somebody tall. might be uh, somebody might be heading in your building anyway, whether you <laughs> right, want it or right. not. I, yeah. I think uh, yeah. that's how some of those fires started mm-hmm. uh, with some of those mm-hmm. vacant buildings. All right, we'll move on here. It's number two. Adam, the longtime War Road Girls hockey coach. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is making yep. headlines after he filed a civil defamation suit against six current and former players parents good uh, the suit claims they made baseless allegations wild fabrications of false statements designed to damage your reputation so you already said it here but i mean is this is this what needs to happen does it need to come well, to the legal system for no you know crazy parents here, to- well here's the problem what and again i've read the article uh, this is uh, David Marvin, a longtime coach, the legendary Marvin name in Warroad. And here's the problem, okay? I don't know enough about this case to s- whether or not what he d- is alleged to have done actually occurred. But here's the problem. When you have so many groups of parents in other communities, we've seen it before, we saw it with Orono last year, 
where parents are upset because their kid isn't playing enough or their coach isn't looking at their kid and promoting that kid for college or whatever, that they get upset and suddenly they feel entitled and because nobody can take a no anymore and nobody can accept that, hey, you know what, I know you spent you know twenty grand on Johnny's camps, but he's not <laughs> going to be playing at college. They can't accept that. Well, what do you mean? I spent $20,000. Of course he's going to play in college. And the high school coach says, yeah, no, he's a third liner on my team. The problem is that's been enabled so much that when we do get a legitimate case where, let's say, a coach is uh, doing bad behavior, mm-hmm. that the default is these parents are uh, out of control. So I feel for like and again if these parents have legitimate concerns it's always telling too whether or not you know like when media outlets reach out and they're not willing to exactly back up what they're saying or talk publicly right that kind of also lets me know what's really going on but Mm -hmm. the default is i'm always going with the coaches right and i know there's been plenty of coaches in the past that have done some bad things criminal things and I'm not saying that uh, we should always believe coaches, but it makes it hard to believe parents in this day and age. That's all I'm going to say about that. The parents are out of control. Your child is not the second coming, and they're probably not playing in the NHL. Let them enjoy their hockey and get off their backs. And he won the state title. <laughs> like, I mean, not good enough. Not good. Not, not good enough. All right, back to you, Jordana, and your favorite topic: Chinese President Xi Jinping said, yes. "Did I do yeah. that right? Was that a was that yeah, a good? You did. Okay. Xi Jinping. Good. Mm-hmm. On his visit to the United States, said that uh, his government was ready to continue lending pandas, but it isn't sure when or where they will go. Pandas have been dwindling in American zoos as." All pandas are actually currently all pandas in the world are owned by the government of China. Did you know that? Yeah. Really? Every single one is owned by the government of China. They lease oh. them to other countries for a certain amount. So they've been dwindling uh, amidst you know strange relations between the U.S. and China. But she uh, said that well, we might start lending again. This is known as panda diplomacy, and it's a big part of Chinese diplomacy. Actually, uh, what are your thoughts, Jordana, on this geopolitical conundrum? I mean, if we are relying on pandas to create diplomacy, friends, we have much bigger problems. <laughs> I don't give a crap about the pandas. Talk to each other. Uh, make sure, and, and I, we're never going to make sure, but, you know, Xi is supporting Russia. He is supporting Hamas. Stop it. Stop it. They're, uh, they're running TikTok. They're undermining American uh, American currency, American-made products. I mean, st- there's so many other things to discuss other than pandas. You know what? I will watch a panda documentary. I don't need to see a panda in a zoo. And also, don't that should not be a substitute for diplomacy. I don't give a crap about the pandas. Well, they're going to need another panda because did you see yesterday when President Biden was asked about uh, if he still refers to Xi Jinping as a dictator? He said, yeah, he's a dictator. And did you see the reaction mm-hmm. of Antony Blinken? you got to see the said? video. No. Oh, oh Antony okay. Blinken is sitting in the front row and he says dictator. And Antony Blinken gives that look and the shake of his head like, I get oh, yeah. all the time from my wife. Like, oh my god, yeah. I can't believe you just said that. Well, you Look know, up that video. Maybe now, then we need the pandas. pandas more than ever. Is what pandas, I'm yes, we now need pandas. We need them, we're not now we need any. them more than ever. All right. 
Let's head on to our final quick take of the day. Former NFL sideline reporter Carissa Thompson made headlines yesterday after revealing on a podcast that she made she completely made up fabricated reports uh, at halftime when coaches would not talk to her. How much trust are you losing in sideline reporters, Adam, after this incident? Or is it is it an isolated incident? I don't, I don't think it's an – well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. No, I don't think it's an isolated – I do think it's an isolated incident with her. That, well, no, she is – first of all, she's admitted that before with uh, Aaron Andrews, and Aaron Andrews said the same thing, that, yes, I've done that too. Really? Which leads me to – yes, which leads me to believe this, which I think I already knew, is that they're getting nothing. They get nothing – and the, having it's pure show to have a sideline reporter. And I'm not saying that all sideline reporters uh, are not talented. They're extremely talented. Michelle Tafoya was probably the best at it. She worked here, and I think she actually got legitimate information. But nowadays, they get nothing from those coaches. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they've got somebody on the field. Hey, let's go down to so-and-so. Uh, they got the quick interview with the coach. Hey, we got to figure it out in the second half. We got to do this. They get nothing from them. So, mm-hmm. in in the grand scheme of things, I am making up a report. I'm initially I was like, oh, I can't believe she's doing that. But does it really matter? Because they they don't get anything anyway. And she didn't like she didn't make it up like, oh, this like making like oh, so and so is going to play when he's not. She basically just went back to the cliches that she gets anyway. Hey, he says, coach says he's got to do a better half, better job in the second half of controlling the football. I mean, it's anybody can do that. Anybody can say that. Adam, I can't believe she admitted it. Okay, that is crazy. And did you think we wouldn't be outraged? And by the way, Adam, but why? I am. They get nothing. I am. Okay, I get this it. This isn't if Brian Williams. A... This isn't Brian Williams saying he was on a helicopter ride of about a an assault that he never was on. That's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. This is like meaningless uh, football information that nobody gets. That everybody gets via Twitter now, anyway. I guess, but if you are on camera and people watch more sports than they watch news these days or whenever she was on. I, I don't even know who she is. But if you made stuff up and then admit it, those people that watched are going to be like, oh, my gosh, you just stood there and lied to me. Why should I trust anybody that's on what I consider a source of information? And they, I know it was just NFL information. And, of course, it doesn't matter. And it's all a joke because it's sports. I mean, it doesn't matter Ooh. in the world. But, like, wow. it, it doesn't. Jeez. It's, it's oh. football. A lot of money. Right? What, what a coach says about how the team did the first half, whatever. And in reality, that doesn't matter. But, but well, the then you're proving my point. Then what does it matter? Go on TV and lie. But you can't say, he told me this when he didn't. Like, you're a bad person if you do that. And I think that's wrong. And you can, what you should have said is, the coach refused to talk to us. And I don't have any information. You don't just lie to get on TV. I mean, that's just a moral decline. And I'm not perfect, but All right. I never have willingly gone on this show and made something up. And certainly not in my time as a reporter. She's supposed to be a reporter. Ever made something up just to say something. Does it really matter? Six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll continue this conversation next. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 